All right, TRS inputs. Oh, so see, that's that's the main thing because, okay, that's an isolator for the actual monitors. I need one from my computer into my interface. Uh, all right, well, that's not all that important. I suppose, uh, I suppose we can just get started then. So five. Four. Three. And one! What? The world is a song that we're singing Come on, get happy One One, okay, okay <laughs> Okay, we're done, we're done counting, we, we did it Seventeen! Did it just fine No, no, that's incorrect That's my number in hockey Not useful right now <laughs> Welcome back, everybody It is another week of training camp complete uh, what happened during that week? Well, we're going to tell you what happened. A bunch of players skated around, as one ought to do. To on the do. Ice, not on the sidewalk. Right. Yeah. That's, yup. And, and Brassard, the media can watch. Uh, 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 we, we, we see highlights from the training camp that are given to us by uh, the Habs uh, media people. Brought to us by... Uh, useful accounts like Arpen Bazu, Eric Engels, and, of course, friend of the podcast, John Liu. And Arpen Bazu is also a friend of the podcast. Just forgot to say that before him. Um, also, Francois Gagnon has been giving us updates. But that's all we get. We can't see the actual, you know, practices. We say they're at pace. Uh, they've been working on the power play. They've, uh, yeah. Done all sorts of things like that. Now it was um, it was a bit of a uh, discussion as to whether or not we should even have uh, an episode this week because number one, this particular season of the Happy Hour is going way overboard because usually a new season of the Happy Hour starts when the draft happens, and well, <laughs> we haven't had a draft, so we are in a prolonged season three currently. Also, Veronica is not with us that you would find out once we do our introductions, which I'm going to do right now because my name is David Auger and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com and I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter and I'd like to say happy World Poutine Day to all of our listeners all over happy the world. Happy World Poutine Day, Tabanak. That's amazing. I didn't know yeah. this. I didn't either until a while ago. Fantastic. Everybody get yourselves a dish of poutine somewhere that practices wearing a mask and social distancing. Please. Please. We want this shit to go away, you dumb bastards. Anyway. (laughs) As I was saying, Veronica's on vacation, uh, so she can't join us this evening. So uh, we were thinking, okay, let's just scrap the episode for this week and take a break altogether, right? No harm in that. However... It was today that some very, very interesting news dropped. There was a lot of speculation about this event, whether or whether not it would happen, and it's important for the team in general. Ah, the Habs took the ice, and a certain player was among them, that certain player being Max Domi, of all people. 
Max Domi taken to the ice. Number 13, getting his gear on, getting on out there, you know, doing his thing, and just skating with the team. And of course, we all know why it was such a big question, because, well, Max Domi has type 1 diabetes. Yes. And it means, because of that, that he is immunocompromised. Now, for myself, and this is going to be a question for Beth, for myself, I did not realize that type 1 would mean that you are immunocompromised. I get why, of course, now, after looking into it, but I was not aware that it was the case. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that means that, of course, uh, Domi is at risk playing, uh, you know, being out in public during a pandemic. It's uh, him, and he's not the only one of the, uh, he's no, not the only hockey uh, player. Is, is it, is it Capo Caco? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Caco as well. And there's others as well too, but uh, of course I didn't look uh, look into it before starting the podcast. But uh, Domi is not alone in this. No. Uh, and as is, uh, he's going to have to be careful uh, before you, the NHL gets the hub cities, and even during the hub city phase, during the actual playoffs, uh, well qualifiers and playoffs, he will still have to be careful. Now, with that being the case. There were there was some good news on the COVID side of things that came out today. Only two new positive cases out of players were reported this past week, I think. Or is it just the day? I have not heard anything. Uh, well, Sorry. the NHLPA did mention that. And I'm going to just double check real quick what exactly the verbiage is for that. Was it the PA? Maybe it wasn't the PA. Maybe it was the NHL proper. Funny story. I don't follow the NHL uh, league uh, the, the, the account on Twitter because I don't think it's all that useful. Oh, here we go. Yep, this is it. So uh, concluded the, last, the first five days of phase three. Right, right. So from July 13th to 17th and two positive test results among 2,600 tests to more than 800 players. That's good news. The past yes. week, there's only been two positive cases, which means that the stringent measures that the NHL are taking are working. That contrasting to, uh, you know, baseball, which is getting hammered at the moment for just being not yes. great with this, uh, football, I believe as well, Canadian football, for instance, uh, Winnipeg is going to allow players to fly willy nilly, as I've heard. You know, I'm not an expert yeah. on this. There's all sorts of talk. Um, so that's with Canadian football. Uh, with uh, but then with uh, Major League Baseball, Toronto says no to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays can't play in Toronto. Blue Jays have to find another home field because Toronto is not about uh, having players fly in and out of the city. Which, again, makes sense given how serious this pandemic still is for the United States. Yes. I also feel like it's kind of a whole there's no room at the end situation because mm -hmm. they're about to have a bajillion um, hockey teams in the city all at the same time. 
and it's just going to put a bigger strain on resources. Yeah, true. Granted, well, yeah, let's think about that for a moment. Yeah, I mean, there's no other way to really slice it. I can imagine they have more hotels, but when they talk about the testing, when they talk about the, mm-hmm. uh, the personnel needed for that, that can be something yeah. different. Perhaps. And then, like, um, I don't I maybe, and then maybe, like, whatever other services the players or the league that the league wants to have for the player. So like we've seen um what the NBA's had for we see some of what the NBA's had for the players in Disney and so like you see like their food um or however they're handling DoorDash orders um or room service um and then like entertainment things like that and then whatever they're doing for the NHL and then they'd also have to do or have whatever with the ML the the base MLB would want to do for the baseball teams. Well, entertainment's easy, don't you know that Austin Matthews is bringing either his Xbox or Switch to the hotel to pass the time? Ew. I read that in an article today. No. Isn't that great? No. Speaking of Austin Matthews, just a sidebar here. He is a finalist for the Lady Bing. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is a complete fucking joke yep and should not in any way shape or form be even considered like considered like it's supposed to be gentlemanly conduct on and off the ice and i'm not too sure what passes for gentlemanly con- uh, conduct in say arizona because mm-hmm. well that's not all it. that noise was not very gentlemanly. And uh, um, you know who I th- I think I saw somewhere that um Phil Kessel had like the least penalty minutes. I I forget exactly what it was. I don't remember who tweeted it. And I'm sorry if you're listening. If it was you, please let me know or tweet us at the happy hour. Um, but like Phil Kessel had like the least amount of penalty minutes out of everybody or something like that. Oh, yeah, we are the happy hour at happy hour on Twitter.com. So, yeah, but Phil Kessel, of course, he is the most gentlemanly person on the yeah. ice, obviously. He'd share his hot dog with you also. Yeah, he would. Damn straight he would. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, what a, it's a complete joke. I want to, I want every person that votes on those, uh, because I think we're not going to be able to find that out until the draft or at least um until they have another awards night because, like, what the hell were those people thinking putting Austin exactly. Matthews in even the top five for Lady Bing? Yeah. What did he do? Did he save a bunch of freaking orphans from drowning in a well? No. I missed that story. I actually, I honestly don't know. He, I, he actually probably could have done that. But he still harassed a security officer at a freaking hotel complex. Excuse me? He can fuck off, okay? What a yep. bunch of garbage. Speaking of awards, now we can segue into this. The Selkie finalists came out. And Phil Deneau was not there. And people are angry. Philip was not there. And I believe people ought to be angry because um, statistically, 
the Dano, Gallagher, and Tatar line are one of, if not the, and that might be saying a lot, but definitely one of the top lines in the NHL, which would put Philip Deneau in the conversation for probably the sulky for being the best defensive forward in the league, or at least among them. Should at least yeah. be considered a finalist. Again, I want to see how those votes break down. Because if he came in like fourth, it's like, okay, all right, I get it. Fourth, yeah. fine, whatever. But like, it's it's just another one of those things where you scratch your head and wonder why. Now, maybe that news wouldn't have been so big if it wasn't for the Austin Matthews news, because I think the uh, Lady Bing stuff came out a few days prior. It did. But like, it's just, what is going on yeah. with everything that's happening? Well, I do want to remind our li- you and our listeners. Um, Fine. When, when, let, don't get salty. Fine. When we were in Montreal last, um, and I don't remember if it was John Liu or Simon Salakis who said this. It was one of the two. Um, but they said that Deneau doesn't come out and talk to the media, really. Like, they don't. He do, He's. Okay. And so they yeah. don't know him as well. And so he's not, yeah. like, in their minds when they're doing nominations or voting. Um, he, and. I, whichever one said this um, said that they have tried to be like hey like come out and say this that and the other thing like you'll be in their minds more you'll win some awards and he's like I'm not here to win awards I'm here to win hockey games um, and god so damn honestly, it Philip <laughs> so Dano is honestly not really bothered by not winning a selkie I completely understand that we as fans, we care about him. He's a great guy. He's a great player. We appreciate what he does. And we want him to be recognized for that. But it's not something that Philip himself is really worried about. So I do hope he gets recognized um, by the league someday. But if he doesn't, it's not going to bother him. So it'll be okay. Well, he's going to be recognized when they get the cup this summer. So that will... That'll mend. <laughs> um. So I, I also, I'm pretty, pretty confident that he'll be bringing a switch with him to, uh, to the bubble because uh, he is a gamer himself. But again, doesn't pronounce it to anybody except what if, whenever he, you know, is asked about it. The rare times that he is. What if he just brings like a whole PC? Nah, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> You'd never know. <laughs> I, I, he doesn't strike me as a PC guy. Fine. He's more of a, I believe he's more of a Nintendo person. Okay. But that's okay. Um, so, and then aside from that, um, we have hockey next week. Literally next week. Hockey a week is from happening. Saturday. Well, actually, no, when is the... A week the, from tomorrow. Tomorrow is the... The stuff. That's right. It will be it's Habs slim. versus Leafs Tuesday yeah. evening, the 28th, at 8 o'clock Eastern. Now, there's been some talk about how are these things going to be broadcast, and that's it. Okay, that's fucking crazy. Wait a second. I just clicked on the link for the event, and mm-hmm. there's a link for tickets. <laughs> Click on it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through this right now. <laughs> okay. Log in. View my tickets. Okay. 
strange. Got to do it on the app because now uh, the halves are all up with the technology, apparently. I'm going to I'm going to go through this live right now because I'm super, <laughs> super curious. Uh, oh, for the Toronto Montreal game, it says it's going to be on Sportsnet and TVAS, which I don't know what that is. Oh, TVA? TVA Sports. Oh, OK. Which is still not American. No, yeah. They still haven't told us. The thing I'm wondering about that is whether or not it will be aired on the NHL package stuff, like uh, uh, not Centerize, but the uh, the NHL app, you know? Yeah. I don't think so because they don't normally do that for playoff playoff game. Those are usually blacked out since they're shown on national networks. I don't want to see the rosters. Yeah, okay. I'm looking through the ticket stuff. And yeah, there's definitely no tickets. It was just... Okay. It It's weird that the website was like, hey, there are tickets available. And I said, no, 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 no. You're lying. And it was a lie. It's probably it like a, a built-in... Yeah, like it's the, the, it's, yeah my, my Google Calendar updates whenever uh, there are games. And it's all filled in. With the Penguins on Saturday and the Leafs on Tuesday, nice. which is great. Now, uh, some bad news with the Habs. Not terrible, but bad. Uh, Alexander Romanov will not be joining the Habs at camp, unfortunately. He doesn't have a visa. So by the time he gets his visa, makes his way over here and gets past quarantine, uh, there's going to be no practicing. The The games are going to be starting at that point. Like this was the week to actually practice. And unfortunately he's not in Montreal. So that hope that we had is gone. And I'm kind of wondering what people would think about the whole, uh, burning the first year of his contract now, because a lot of talk was saying, Hey, he'll get to practice with the team, get to meet people, get a, you know, a little bit of the, uh, uh, the, you know, uh, just experiencing uh, Weber, Price, uh, getting their tutelage for a little bit, especially with Weber, and then uh, carrying on from there. But that seems to have to wait. Granted, I kind of wonder if he'll be able to join the team in the bubble. I don't think so, because he's not going to be playing. Why put a why waste a roster spot, spot on the guy? So it's very... Interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see how that will play out. That's true, but also give it could lead to being able to sign him for a little bit less um, after the next two years of his contract are up, um, and then in that third fourth year, after they, he they can like. Does that make sense? Like, use your words. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to use words. Um, so this he's burned. He's burned a year of his contract. So now he only has two more years left on his ELC. So in 2023, yes, um, 20, something I think, like that. Yeah. 23. I think in 2023 they're going to need to resign him or let him go. So. If signing him in 2023 instead of signing him in 2024 when they would have signed him had they just left him in Russia for this year um, 
could he could have potentially driven up his own price had he played been with the Habs or been under contract for those full three years instead of just the two in the summer. I understand. Granted, so, that's all um that's all based on how he actually plays in the two years yeah, that he does have. That's very true. So yeah, no. But it's, I'm saying uh, like it could just mean like a little bit of relief like later on like okay well we can now we can sign Romanov for a little bit less or we can sign Romanov for this right now and then later on pay him more or whatever. I don't yeah, know. that's all gonna that's all gonna break down really strangely because as we know going into next season the cap is remaining flat. There's gonna be no increase, no decrease, and apparently according to the CBA. And I don't have the details in front of me, but I believe that the escrow changed quite a bit in order to counterweight, uh, to put a counterweight against, you know, the losses from COVID. So who knows when the salary cap is going to go up again? Uh, I have no idea. I, I yeah. have no, no clue. It all depends on COVID and how everyone, <clears throat> United States, <clears throat> Deals with it. Yes. Yes. So there we are. And aside from that, that's not everything I had. Uh, talk All about right. Domi, Romanov. I got uh, some Dino, stuff about Domi. Matthews. And uh, yeah, let's hear about Domi. What did he right. do today? So, he practiced and he had a great time. He was smiling all over the place. Um, my stuff about Domi, though, is actually for people who are very upset about Domi being a practice today because look, I, I have been on the cancel the season train um, since the beginning, but if there's hockey and my team is playing, I'm going to root for the team and I'm going to root for them to do well. And I want them to be as safe as possible. I'm going to say that just so we're clear before I continue. Because I'm not, I don't want somebody to contract a deadly disease and be sick or have their life ruined or die because of complications. So, chill, people. Okay. So, everybody's mad that Max Domi is playing hockey because he has type 1 diabetes, which means that he is immunocompromised and could potentially suffer a worse case of COVID-19 than if, say, Brendan Gallagher were to contract COVID-19. The people who are at greatest risk of contracting COVID-19 or suffering from major complications um, who have diabetes are ones whose diabetes is not well-managed. Um, which is not Max Domi. Uh, we know that he works with his regular doctor and team doctors to, and his, um, his dog to make sure that he uh, maintains uh, a great quality of health and maintain his blood sugar levels. Um, and like Max wouldn't be playing hockey if those people didn't sign off on it. Um, 
and Max still has the option to withdraw from the bubble at any time if he feels unsafe or if he gets sick. Um, people also keep mentioning his celiac disease, which does not affect his immune system. Um, he It does mean that there is something different about his immune system, but it means his immune system attacks his small intestine. Um, and it just messes with um, that part of his body. Um, having celiac disease or any autoimmune disorder does mean you are more likely to have another um, autoimmune disease. And type 1 diabetics are more likely to have celiac disease. But it doesn't make it doesn't put him in any other danger. There's probably quite a few other NHL players that have celiac disease. They're fine. We don't need to worry about Max's celiac disease. He just needs to stay away from the foods and whatever. Um, and... We also don't know, because honestly, it's none of our business, we don't know what medicines Max is taking, what other treatments he's doing, and whatnot. So we don't know, or we cannot comment exactly on how his immune system is. Like I said, his doctor, his doctors have signed off on this. We are not medical professionals. Most of us, I know there's a few has fans, I know a few has fans, but most of us are not, we're not doctors, we are not, um, endocrinologists and we're not immune system specialists chill out take a deep breath take a deep cleansing breath calm down it's gonna be okay max is not stupid mark bergman's not stupid no matter how many people want to say he is claude julian's not stupid no matter how much people want to say he is hockey is important to these people but they're not going to endanger their lives they might do something dumb like endanger a limb or something we've seen that but they're not going to endanger their lives and that's all i have to say about max domi good yeah. makes sense yeah but that's right we are not doctors and there's a lot of pearl clutching when it comes to even just re- returning to play yeah beth you've mentioned that for sure yeah i figured well if they have means in place, it's going to work. One of those means that are in place really proved itself today when that report came out. Two positive tests out of however many, you know, what, what yeah. was it, uh, 2,800 tests? Yeah. That's like a, that's a freaking one goddamn second. That's a percentage rate of uh, freaking, uh, of, uh, it's really small. Yeah. I'm talking like point oh 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 seven small, maybe more than that actually, but whatever. Um, it's very 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 tiny. So the NHL knows what it's doing, and there are systems in place to make sure that players remain healthy, especially when they get into the bubble. And players aren't going aren't like willy nilly at least currently. They're not going out and doing whatever they want. Yeah. Granted, I believe that the Canucks got caught doing that, but regardless, what can you do? <laughs> um, that was the Blues. Oh, was it? The ones that like, they went out to a bar or something. Hmm. One of the two. One of them. Anyway. Could have sworn it was the Canucks. It might have been the Blues, too, yeah. actually. So. Gotcha. It's all good. But, like, Max Domi probably isn't doing that. Uh... 
And I do believe that uh, it was reported that Max was going to have a conversation with Julianne uh, today, but we don't know what came from that. Uh, yeah. Julianne's comments, I don't believe, mentioned anything about that aside from saying, you know, Max can opt out whenever he wants to. Yep. If something bad happens. Now, is that a guarantee that he's actually playing? I'm not sure, actually, if he's actually full-blown going to be part of the play-in. Uh, that's something I think we have to wait for, honestly. Yeah. And have to see how the rest of the uh, week goes. Exactly. And um, Claude Julian said today in his presser, uh, I believe it was um, Arpin Bass who asked him about um, different lines, especially his fourth line. And he asked, he asked Claude, like, do you know what you're going to do with this and the other thing? And Claude's like, I'm not there yet. We still have a week. I still don't know exactly where people are going to be. You have to wait and see. We're working on um, making sure players have a slow and steady uh, reacclimation into playing hockey again. And um, he just wants to make, he wants to give the players time. He doesn't want to rush them because he knows that he's not going to get the best of anything uh, from anybody if he rushes them. Mm -hmm. So, we just got, you got to be a little patient. We've been patient for, we've been patient since March. We've been patient for almost six months about, we've been patient for six months waiting for hockey. So we just got to be patient a little bit longer and we'll see what happens. Right. And, um, yeah, no, that's true. Yep. Uh, the only other things I can think of, uh, Cindy Crosby didn't practice today. Kind of weird. Hmm. Makes yeah. you wonder. Too bad. So sad. And uh, also poor Michael McNiven. Uh, <laughs> he got himself a face full of puck, even though he's a goalie. Uh, yeah. The story is, and this was reported by uh, John Liu, Eric Engels and, and Arpin as well, I believe. Uh, taking shots, working on a drill and Shea Weber took a shot shot. Probably not as hard as he could have. But regardless, apparently the puck went through McNiven's mask and cut him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but there's okay. there's footage. Yeah, yeah, he is okay. Didn't suffer a concussion. He just got cut, and I believe he had to get stitches. But, uh, yeah, of um, all the things to happen during uh, <laughs> during training camp is a puck going through a fucking goalie mask. That's well, I mean, uh, if it's anybody, it's Shea Weber. And of course, it's Shea Weber killing the children. Yeah. So, um, if COVID's once... not gonna get you, I am. <laughs> there it is. Um, one thing I noticed while watching Carrie's press conference today was that Veronica wouldn't be happy with him because he had his hands in his pockets the whole time. <laughs> oh no! And Carrie, <laughs> he's um, he's been he's, on fire. He's got. He's like, I'm sassy, and I know. Yeah, it. he just. He's like, I've been stuck with the kids for three, four months. I'm ready to get out. Let's do it. <laughs> We see where what was it? From. He had a, uh, he's such a, a tormentor too. Because <laughs> I'm watching a, uh, one of the videos, and he's just, he's just giving Nick Suzuki all sorts of help. Oh, yeah, he's like putting playing. ice in his in his boots yeah, and he in was his just, gloves. Just casually, <laughs> casually gathering snow on his on his stick, just not even paying attention to anything, because they were just standing around. He just dumps it in his boot. And then he gets some more, and he puts it in his glove, and it's like <laughs> in, in a Suzuki's glove. And uh, well, the boys are having fun. 
Yeah. It looks like uh, they're doing okay. He, like, uh, in another one, he grabbed uh, Kokonami and, like, just took his glove away from him. <laughs> they're, like, sitting on the ground. And, like, Kokonami's, like, rolling around or something. And Carrie just, like, grabs him with one arm and then just takes his glove away. Yep. Um, yep. Big brother Carrie's a big yep. bully. Exactly. And the last thing I had was... Um, it's not Habs related, but it's an interesting tidbit for people who may have missed this today. Um, but Brandon Lemieux of the New York Rangers is suspended for two games for interference interference on the Avalanche <laughs> forward Eunice Donsqua <laughs> on March 11th, 2020. It was a late uh, high hit that impacted Donsqua's head. Um, yeah. And he is the first player of the play-ins to be suspended. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, how about them? You know, you, you, you can't escape the NHL no. player safety. safety. <laughs> we'll get you at some point. And they got him. I mean, yeah, they got they have to do that sort of thing, yeah. don't they? Uh, just we, I kind of forgot about it. I'm like, oh my god, he got suspended. I mean, it Weird. was the day. It was the day before the the season was paused, so he was probably like, oh, it's not gonna be a big deal anymore. Right. <laughs> you thought. Yeah, yeah, George uh, Perot said, no way, Sonny. Yeah. I see you. Um, yeah, so that is something. The last thing I have, because, I mean, this is pretty much all we got. They're, they're at training yeah. camp, they're having fun and all that stuff. So I will conclude a little short episode uh, with this. Um, Carrie being a bully, big brother, he is leading the stretch. Uh, you know, he's in the middle of the circle leading the stretch. And he's doing a basic leg stretch. You know, you get one of your legs out and you're bending towards it. And then he sets himself up. You know, he uh, he balances himself. And then he goes into a full split. <laughs> and, yeah. And the other players are looking at him like, no, nah, what it's not the happening. Fuck? <laughs> so just, I can, Carrie's having the freaking time of his life. That's scary. Yeah. Because if he's feeling loosey-goosey, it's like, oh, Christ. Good luck to the Penguins, but um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait till it comes back. I'm really looking forward to uh, the game against the Maple Leafs. I thought it was yeah. cool that the the NHL is actually putting on like little exhibition games with like, you know, as close to rivals as they can get. But they got some good ones, and then they got some weird ones too. Uh, like I think Boston is going up against Columbus because that's a rivalry. Oh. Weird. Uh, but you know they got uh, Rangers versus Islanders, Habs, Leafs. Um, bu- 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 I think Penn's Flyers. You know, that's a big rivalry. Uh, oh yeah, and the battle for Alberta, uh, Flames and Edmonton, which should be very interesting, given that the last few months of uh Edmonton and uh, uh Calgary uh, facing each other was pretty intense because of um Jesus, uh, the Kachuk, the Kachuk and Cassian there. I thought. If you recall, they would be beating each other senseless. Yeah. And I think that's it. That's it. Done? I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah. Veronica will be back next week. We think. I think we she should is. We think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't recall. I mean, she said a I while. Think. I, I think she if... comes back on the 22nd. Oh, okay. I think that's what she said last week. Okay. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, Veronica will be back next week, and we'll say hi to Veronica. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out when we find out. 
We'll find her. She'll come <laughs> yeah. back. But y'all have a great week. Yeah. Be nice. Stay Wear safe. a mask. Wash your hands. Yep. yep. Call your mom. Yeah. Or your or your call a close relative and yeah. just say hello. Uh-huh. Ask them how they're doing. That's right. Show them that bread you've been baking. For yeah. For months. The bread. What what renovations have you done to your house? Like. Uh huh. Just they're probably lonely. They probably miss you. Or they don't want to hear from you at all. I don't. Call somebody you know once you. There you go. And then once you're done talking to them, say bye. Bye. bye.